Well, okay. Listen, we're, we've got a lot of people coming in and joining, but I'm just going to I'm just going to jump right in and introduce our topic for today and welcome you all to the Direct Scale webinar series. Um, we are definitely not going to disappoint today. We've got a great guest that's an expert in his field. Yet again, we pride ourselves on bringing in people that really can help us and our clients to, to be better and to improve our, our business in meaningful ways. And that's what's going to happen today. We're going to be addressing a topic that if you haven't been thinking about it yet and you are a, in the direct selling business is going to become very, very important to you. If you already are in the business and you're going along, then you already know how important it is. You know, your payment systems have to work. That's a critical element to your business. And when you have false payment declines or payments that are incorrectly declined by fraud protection systems, that breaks your payment and cash flow streams and causes potentially unnecessary customer churn. So many companies don't realize that false declines typically cause up to 45% of recurring payments to be declined. This is not acceptable and also not necessary. So my guest today, Chris Reinmuth, will dive into root causes of this problem and we'll discuss technology options companies can employ to transparently solve this problem and eliminate the need for customer involvement in that process, which um, is friction that you just don't need. So a little bit more about my guest and his background and experience. Chris is uh, an experienced business development and sales executive with over 20 years of experience in direct marketing. He is a founder and executive vice president at FlexPay, which is our partner company. They have a powerful AI solution that solves these false credit card decline problems, and they help merchants and customers unlock the full global potential of legitimate payment transactions. Prior to FlexPay, Chris played uh, leadership roles in three meaningful acquisitions slash exits, including Ajon Direct, um, sorry, Ajon Direct Marketing's acquisition of JCPenney Direct Marketing in 2000 for over $2 billion, Vantiv's acquisition of uh, Lytle for $361 million, and optimal payment acquisitions of Meritus Payment Solutions for $210 million. So a ton of experience in this space. And he's also served on the Electronic Retailing Association Board of Directors, including being nominated chairman of the board and was responsible for leading their strategic push into new markets to streamline growth in omni-channel. So, you know, that experience is really right down the fairway of where our clients and our prospective clients and people in this direct and social selling space are concerned with. And we'll get into this a little bit more, but as, as we were talking uh, yesterday a bit, Chris, you know, direct scales vision and strategy is all centered around providing data-led insights to our clients and to their independent sellers and reps and sales enablement tools to help them grow their revenue and retain more of that revenue. Yep. And so payments are obviously a critical part of that. And the things that you're doing at FlexPay are super important when it comes to making sure that you are, you've got that area of your business dialed in and that you're, that you're collecting as much legitimate revenue as you possibly can. Yeah. So it's very much aligned with what, what we're trying to accomplish. And I'm super excited to be able to have this conversation here with you today and share the success that we're seeing and the, the relationship that we've been developing with our clients and prospective clients and other industry 
uh, industry uh, players. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I wanted to start out by having you kind of do a quick overview, a little bit of the FlexPay company history and how and why FlexPay came to be, because I think that's really relevant to kind of establish this base of, yeah. of your expertise and how you kind of come at this and how you're, how you're thinking about it Yeah, as you solve these problems. Yeah, I mean, and I, I appreciate that. I mean, the overview, I appreciate it. It makes me, uh, it makes me feel pretty dated and old. But I kind of look at myself as kind of a payment uh, disruptor. Um, you know, I go back to the Lytle days. We were doing things in the payment space back then. People were doing things very differently, right? It was all um, we were a credit card transaction or processor, and we were going directly into the card brands, which was very rare back then. So many of the customers in those days were utilizing a cost, uh, like a discount rate pricing. So they were hiding fees and debit card arbitrage. And uh, in my chairman and founder, uh, Tim Lytle said, you know, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I built a technology that worked. We're going to go direct into the card brands and we're going to disrupt payments and we're going to charge, you know, cost plus, right? Interchange, truth and pricing. Obviously that worked very well. We disrupted the industry and took it over a very similar thing at Meritus when we were very, very good at health and wellness and building out those companies and bringing the banks in there and getting to understand the risk profiles of those customers where a lot of processors didn't. Then you fast forward to FlexPay and where this company uh, originated. Daryl Hicks, a co-founder, has been my friend since 2007, was my first client at Lytle. We always just stayed very close. Daryl's a serial entrepreneur, a coder by trade, just a bright guy. And much like myself, just doesn't just take things for face value. So Daryl and I met at a conference in Aspen in 2016, and he sat down and we were sitting, you know, you could say it was a fireside chat because there was a fire there. And <laughs> you know, I've got this technology that I've built for my own business. He had a, a seven-year run um, in the health and wellness space, built a business that spanned seven continents, was doing $50 million a year in sales, and just felt like declines. His business was churning, and he was typically using a rules-based methodology that many of the processors would say, if this, then that run it three to four times, do it on a payday. And he was doing well. He was getting a 10, 15% lift in his recovery, but he felt like there was a better way. So he, so he built his own technology on top of Microsoft Azure. We looked at it and we said, you know, we can do this thing. And, uh, and then we decided to take it to the market in 2017. So, you know, like a lot of, I guess, good success stories, there's always one person that was me in the background that was the naysayer saying, this isn't going to work. Because, you know, Lytle, which is now FIS, WorldPay is the biggest processor in the world. I just felt like they had the technology and they, they, they had the, you know, I guess the, the musto, if you will. But we beat them head to head. So that's how the company started. We've been around for four years. You know, marquee customers like LegalZoom, Six Flags, uh, we're happy to announce. We just uh, can't name name, but we just secured one of the largest nonprofits in the industry the other day with a six-month RFP. Awesome. And uh, obviously, we're speaking with you. The direct selling space is very, very important to us. So Awesome. Appreciate that background. Um, yeah. Probably probably is worth mentioning. We'll get into this a little bit more, but we, we have also already implemented and integrated with FlexPay at direct scale and have that running with with several clients and we're seeing fantastic results. So that's a little bit of a tease for where we're going, but I think it would be helpful for all of us, Chris, to understand a little bit more about, you know, how, how these false declines, how they actually come to be and maybe get into a little bit of why the industry players aren't the ones that are able to get this right. And then, because I kind of look at it with, the, we, we know that a perfectly functioning payments ecosystem 
like is important. It, it's got to be perfect. We ideal the ideal would be that all the merchant and customer information that it handles that perfectly, that it makes accurate authorizations, that it authorizes 100% of the time, approves 100% of legitimate transactions, and declines 100% of fraudulent transactions yeah, great. Uh, or unwanted transactions. But for some reason, that's just not as easy as it sounds. Um, and I thought that you could give us some insights into, sure. you know, the why and and how that maybe compares in different areas of, or types yeah. of transactions. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I'll, I'll show a brief slide here. Can it, it probably give you a little bit of clarity? But think of the payment system is um, where 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 it exists is at the issuer level. So the issuers out there kind of set the rules and parameters. There's a lot of good analogies out there. I tend to use the uh, I guess the bouncer at the bar analogy, where you've got a nightclub. And you've got all these people that are outside waiting to get in and some are dressed differently. Some may not be on the list and he's letting certain people in. Well, the same thing happens at the issuer level. And so I look at, you know, a JP Morgan Chase debit card transacted online at 11 p.m. versus 5 p.m. is going to look differently to the issuers because they're going to look at it as potentially fraud. So there's a lot of things out there that occur that are friendly fraud. And what happens is it's a 50 billion plus dollar issue annually in false declines. And so what false declines represent to your business is revenue and not only just pure revenue, you know, right out of the gate, but lifetime value revenue uh, to your customer. So I'm going to share just a brief slide here of uh, just to kind of give you the, the, the folks just kind of a snapshot of what we're seeing out there. Hopefully you can all see this. I apologize. It's probably a little bit blurry, but I wanted to make it big enough. But what happens in the, uh, in the payments ecosystem today is a few years ago, Visa and MasterCard did a study of 2000 Walmart customers. They took those 2000 Walmart customers in a face-to-face -face environment. And as you can see, there was a 1.4% decline. So this is you, Roger, you and I going into a, a Walmart with our, you know, JP Morgan Chase card or our Amex and 1.4% of those cards are declining. Right. Okay. You took those same 2000 customers and you go into an e-commerce environment and you're seeing a 15% decline. Why? Well, I mean, it's a different environment. There's no chip and pin. I mean, you're looking at this thing and the issuers are saying, wow, this transacted in a different environment. It could have happened at a time. We're not used to seeing this 15% declines. And these are not all by any stretch, you know, insufficient funds or anything like that. Then you add the last element, which is very important and where FlexPay, you know, 95% of our businesses today is on the recurring side. And then you see a 23.6% jump. That's 23% of your business declining irregularly and falsely, which is revenue to your business. So it gives you a sense of where this exists and how important it is in the space today. I can stop sharing this now and kind of dive a little bit deeper, but what we've done is, um, you know, there's a lot of businesses out there today and processors that do a really good job with decline salvage from a rules-based perspective. I want to say that, you know, FlexPay, we're not a processor. We are, we sit as a, as a gateway. We're connected to 300 different gateways, back offices, such obviously as direct scale or plug and play. So where FlexPay exists, think of us as a proprietary gateway that exists with the back office that holds a credit card. Okay, so again, we're payment processor agnostic, but in the ecosystem, depending on which vertical it is, whether it's direct selling or whether it's health and wellness, on a recurring standpoint, we're seeing on average, you saw 23.6%. This is 23.6% of those Walmart customers. We're seeing even higher than that in most of these e-commerce environments. And it is mainly because of where the issuers sit, they and their main mantra is to protect the cardholder today. And they want to protect from fraud and risk. 
So FlexPay, where it originated, was built on Microsoft Azure, uses machine learning, right? So we get a billion records of data on a, on a monthly basis through our relationships that we've built, plugging into the system with our customers and billions and billions of transactions. And it tells us really when um, to run those transactions through our partners and our back offices, rather than just using a rules-based methodology. Yeah, that's that's always been super compelling to me. And, you know, Frank, a couple, a couple of things before I get into that, you know, I, I just want to point out the obvious, which, you know, I, I am prone to do sometimes. Sorry, it's a, it's a weakness. Um, <laughs> but direct selling companies are e-commerce companies. And a huge amount of the revenue structure of direct selling companies, typically, or affiliate-based companies, or, you know, any of these social commerce companies, it's all e-commerce and a big chunk of the success is around continuity and you know recurring orders. So we're automatically moving over to those two columns that you had on the right of that graph, right? We are we're at a disadvantage in terms of e-commerce and even a greater disadvantage in terms of the recurring orders. So having ducks in a row as it relates to making sure that you're doing everything you can as a brand to get the best rates for approval on the, on that business is just absolutely critical. hundred percent, hundred percent. And we look at it is it's your business. So on average, when people work with FlexPay and they integrate directly to us, they're seeing, you know, deposits and settlements into their accounts on money that was originally declined in 2.9 days versus the 30 days traditionally that it's taking them to go through whether an SMS or a text or an email or employing a rules-based methodology where they may have a customer service rep calling that, that person back. I think what's really fair is, you know, to point out in the direct selling space, what we've seen is uh, Ron right. I mean, 70% of the customers that we're talking to today are merchants, either don't have a strategy in place today, or really are just using a rules-based methodology or don't even know what their strategy is and haven't yeah. even thought about it. I was, I was actually going to, I was going to mention that. I, I really, I feel like most companies really don't know where they really are, right. Yeah. In terms of their, their recovery. We have, you know, over the course of years built out the ability for our clients to customize a bunch of, you know, retry rules and things like that around the recurring orders. Sure. And, and some companies have put in a lot of effort and energy and time and, and work into doing that. Right. But, you know, as we started looking at this from a strategic perspective, we're like, well, okay, so we can either, you know, we can continue to kind of develop around that and help clients to, you know, get the best insights in terms of retry rules that they can do. And, and we could get to a certain point there. Yeah. But then as, as we've been able to, you know, work with you uh, and, you know, this is probably going to sound a little bit like a sales pitch, but you know, I can't help. I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. You know, we, we can either do that and allow and have clients spend a lot of custom development time and, and work doing that, or you can leverage FlexPay that already has all of that learning and AI capability in it. And we could build a killer, easy integration there and get all the benefit of the retry rules and then some. That's right. Without having to have it even be a thing that we're worried about. Yeah. You know, look, when, when Daryl and I launched this, one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to, we wanted to be agnostic in the processing space. Okay. We wanted to build something that anybody could use. Um, right. And so if we were built and integrated into our partner channels, much like direct scale, 
anybody could use the product, right? And it was frictionless. So we don't charge on a transaction base. We don't charge for upfront integrations. We just take basically uh, on a performance lift. So we want to understand what your baseline is today. That's really how we wanted to build the product so that everybody would look at this and say, why would I not utilize FlexPay? And so obviously you and I've been talking for the better part of a year. We've got some customers on seeing great case studies and great history. And we're bringing on even more, we, we believe in the next, you know, 90 days, because, you know, in, in, in a lot of verticals, much like we saw with LegalZoom and Six Flags, a lot of these guys want to kind of kick the tires. And we understand that. But what we're able to do is to show the growth on average, our customers see, I would say on the, on the low end, a 20% increase over their baseline. But on average, people are seeing close to 50% increase over their baselines today. Yeah. I mean, it's, right. yeah, we're seeing that. And that's not hyperbola. That's, that's really happening. And it's better than any kind of retry rule stuff that we've ever done, seen in the past. Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit more as we kind of wrap up today um, towards the end about how, you know, how that works in terms of modeling that out, because I do think it's important for customers and, and potential customers to understand how that's structured. And it's, it's really a no brainer. You know, we, we talk a lot about retention in this industry and how, what can we do to, to increase it? A lot of times we're focused really on, on the rep experience, helping them to retain customers, providing them with tools to more effectively prospect and acquire customers and support those customers and, and, and get new team members you know, involved with them. And so there's a ton around you know, communication and data and training and customizing their back office to different levels of reps in terms of rank and those kinds of things. And, you know, we, we've got some, some good data around what that does to keep people longer. But I really honestly didn't even think about, about this kind of payment reclaiming, basically, declines, false declines yeah. as a retention thing. But it's like the lowest hanging retention fruit that you have. For sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, and one of the things I'd point out is I think we can be hard on the merchants sometimes for not understanding this. I, I used to, um, an example I used to use was a company named Guthy Ranker, which many of you may know. It's a $5 billion cosmetic company. It's been in the direct response space. We, uh, we took over their payments in 2009. And when we went in and analyzed their payments, they were under the wrong interchange, right? Which for $5 billion, it ended up being a $33 million a year mistake. And so we got them coded under the right interchange before we even sharpened our pencil. And so is that the CFO's fault? One would argue that maybe he should have understood it, but payment experts are far and few between what we've seen at the merchant level, because they're really there to manage their business. They're there to you know, understand retention. They're there to really understand the launch of their products, the media efficiency ratios, those kinds of things. And many people really look at payment processing and any kind of payment technology is just a line item. We see it all the time. And, you know, I used to be really surprised, but I'm not as surprised anymore. So sometimes we can be really hard on the merchants, but I think the thing to point out is the processors in many times are just are throwing out technology that is either rudimentary, you know, like I said, it's rules-based and they're not giving good information. And so that's really where I think the payment disruption and the thing that we specialize at FlexPay is, is coming in and being very forthcoming and saying, look, there's a better way to do this. We've built a mousetrap, if you will, that um, is frictionless. All you have to do in this case is obviously if you're with direct scale, it's absolutely plug and play. You know, there's a webhook. It's three to five days, I believe, of integration that is 
is really just kind of testing back and forth because we built that integration with you all and you're up and running. And all we're doing is basically taking any kind of lift on your baseline. And that's really what we do. And, and that's the way the business is. And so, again, I, I think what you see is a lot of payment processors today and a lot of companies are focused on getting the cheapest rates that they can in payments, which is fantastic. But they're not looking at the value-added services that exist in payment technology. They may look at their fraud partners, and that's great. But they also need to look at the fastest way that they can make money today and recover money. It's not with their fraud provider. It's not with their payment processor. It's with false declines. And that's really where we what we do is we put money back in their pocket very quickly. As cheesy as a cliche as that is, it's really found money for them. And, uh, and it's plug and play. Yeah. So as I was thinking about that, in terms of the lowest hanging fruit around retention, and I think it was some of the notes that you and Steve had provided in some past conversations, but thinking about this in the, in the context of the client experience, we, we have like, like the graph, going back to the graph, yeah. I'm shopping online, you know, I've, I've been sent there or driven there by, by an independent seller who this matters to them, right? Sure. And then I go to that place and I'm trying to transact. I want to transact and I'm, I'm unable to, or I get the first order done, but then my continuity order somehow it is failing because of, because yep. of, you know, a myriad, myriad of different reasons. And that's a bad customer experience. And so I may end up, I may end up going away just because of that. And it has nothing to do with, with my desire to be a customer or not. It's almost, it's like, it's taken out of my hands just because I can't get the thing to process right. That's right. Yeah. How sad, that's just so sad. <laughs> yeah. And I think I mean, you touched on it. We, we see it all the time with customers. I, I think you're starting to see big brands really focusing on this, you know, and I don't think it's just necessarily the pandemic revenues and there's compression revenues. You know, this RFP that we just won was a six month RFP, one of the largest nonprofit brands. They admitted that, you know, it was one of the areas that they really wanted to focus on. And so my comment to the group out there today in the direct selling space is, is, is help us analyze it. I mean, it's really simple for us. All we need to do is, is we just take a data set, three to six months of your data today. Again, we're not looking at your credit card processing. All I want to see is, you know, what your baseline is today. What are you doing on, what are your declines on your recovery or your um, recurring payments today? Our team of uh, data scientists will analyze that. And then we can look to see what your baseline is today of what do you recover? You know, we've had customers and, and I would say, don't be afraid if you're saying, you know, we're doing a pretty good job. We're getting, you know, upwards of 30 or 40%, which most aren't, but we've had customers that have had a 39% baseline and they were doing $80 million a year. And we came in and uh, immediately got a 53% recovery. So it's meaningful. And we've been able yeah. to substantially keep them as a customer over the last two years. So, you know, it's really simple. Um, it's, you know, we take the data, we analyze it, we can have it back to you in 72 hours, you take a look at it, and we basically show you a growth and a graph of, you know, where you're at today and what it would look like, not only immediate recovery with FlexPay, but also the long-term value, you know, if you get that extra customer turn, which I think a lot of customers really don't look at. Yeah. I, I want to, I want to touch on a couple of those things as we wrap up again too, but uh, a couple of the things that I really liked about this. So, you know, I've seen some other, there's other potential solutions out there. And a lot of those, the first thing they want to talk about is, oh, you've got to change your payment processor. Right. You know, you got to process with us in order for us to get, to help you get this lift. Yep. And I was like, well, you know, depending on the lift, that would be worth it potentially, right? But one of the things that I really liked about FlexPay and the reason that we decided to really lean into this 
this relationship and partnership with you guys was because you don't have to do that. Like you're, you're literally just going in just with, with their current processing, just helping them get smarter in the way that those things are, are processed. And so you can maybe speak to that as a differentiator. And then I'd love to dig in a little bit more to this. You know, we've got the recovery of recurring payments, but then there is this notion you, and you mentioned, what can we do to get a really quick lift? Love to talk about both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, it is plug and play. Um, you know, as, as we pointed out, um, you know, Daryl and I wanted to launch this thing to make it as frictionless as possible so that it's, you know, again, as I say, plug and play where you don't have to switch your processor today. Um, there are other platforms out there that do decline recovery. I would say 90% of them want you to utilize their own subscription engine. You know, so this would be, hey, I'm direct scale. You need to work with me only. And with that, you get all of these other services. So um, not so much in the direct selling space, but there are other providers out there that um, have been subscription engines for the last 10 years, well-funded companies. And they see, you know, kind of a disruptor out there like FlexPay and say, we're going to do the same thing. And, you know, it's great. They've got some decent technology. They're probably a year and a half away, but you still have to utilize all their services. Um, ours is really the only pure, you know, machine learning lift-based company out there with the size of clients um, and the amount of transactions that we have. Yeah. So again, it is plug and play. Um, I think, um, you know, the experience speaks for itself. You know, to your other question, um, you know, I think you're talking a little bit about, there are other strategies with FlexPay. So you may be asking yourself today, well, you know, I want to work, I'm moving over to direct scale or I'm considering moving over to direct scale, but I'm very interested in working with FlexPay, but I'm not integrated today. That's okay. You know, we can work in that. We've done this with the likes of the legal zooms of the world where we fully integrated with them, but being at the size of a company that they are, it took, you know, six to 10 months to be able to do that integration. So we have an on-demand strategy where we actually just take a file format of your, of your declines today, uh, the, whether they're your fresh declines or they're declines that you've not been able to recover. And let's just say for the last 30 days, you send us a data set of those. We can actually do a sample testing with that through our own proprietary platform in-house and get that back to you as well. So again, I like to, I hate to sit there. I came from the DRTV world, but I'm not a marketer. So the infomercial world was, you know, as seen, if not this, then that, and um, there's more. That's not really how we operate. We're very transparent. But what I would say is there's really no reason not to test FlexPay. We're not going to increase your chargebacks. Everything is minus refunds and, and chargebacks. You know, that's how we actually take it out of our invoices. But Again, it's, it's proprietary. It's all lift-based. It's all performance-based. We don't charge for the setup or the integration. So again, there's my, my selfless plug. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, why we're, that's why we're doing what we're doing. And again, you know, this, this maybe feels a little bit more <laughs> salesy um, than maybe some of the other sessions that, that we've done on our scale webinar series, but it's just really one of those things that's sure. just the obvious thing to do. When you can try it out, you can set a baseline. You're not going to be charged for anything except, you know, on a on a percentage of lift. This is found money, so right. it's it's a great business model and a great setup. We we love working with you guys. So, you know, I think we've probably hit um, a lot of the things that we were wanting to talk about today. But maybe we could, you know, just kind of do a quick little review. A couple of the things that I've got in here, you and you mentioned some of these, but talking about how we can close those gaps with this flex pay technology. So it's more dollars, it's, yep. but it's also faster cash flow delivery. And I'll let, hope you, you can come back and kind of go through these things. 
less interruption of product slash service delivery. That's the customer experience, overall improvements. And then we can kind of help people reach into, understand what they could do potentially next to, um, if they want to check it out a little bit further. Yeah, I mean, we could highlight all of those things. I think a, a thing that a lot of people forget is their NPS scores, right? You know, I mean, if their customers are getting their product and they're having a good experience, you know, their chargebacks are down. Um, you know, the FTC, um, I, I lobbied when I was part of the ERA for six years and uh, was chairman of the, of the board. I'd go to DC and I'd look and I'd listen to what these lobbyists would, you know, or not lobbyists, but, you know, some of these regulators would look at. And believe it or not, they, they look at companies in all spaces on the customer experience. You know, are you looking at your Better Business Bureau complaints? Are you um, acting on those? So if your customers are happy, by and large, you know, when you're selling millions and millions and millions of transactions and, and hitting millions of customers every year through your business, you want to make sure that customer experience is really happy. And so, you know, I think it's really something that a lot of people don't point out on. Yes, FlexPay can give you immediate cash flow. There's no question. You know, like I said, you know, 2.9 days to recover, which was previously 30 days traditionally. That is a fact. Um, your LTV on the customer is, you know, remember, it's because you're getting cash for that initial. That customer comes back, you know, one or two turns or more. You obviously understand what your churn is or your, your actuary it's it's monumental to your business but that customer experience is something that a lot of people they forget and uh, and i think as you pointed out the direct selling space these are e-commerce customers this is obviously not customers that are just doing at home it's not door to door it's not just seminars it's e-commerce and with e-commerce you know i've been on both sides of this you know being at the ftc level that customer experience is really really important and so very good technology and utilizing fraud and understanding where your, your customer declines are is incredibly, incredibly important. So again, it's faster cash. It's a better customer experience. It's certainly long-term value is exponentially better for the business as well. Right on. So I wonder if we could maybe, if there's any questions from our audience today, we'd be happy to take a couple of those before we wrap up. And if not, then then I think what we would do is, is invite our current customers to uh, reach out to their client success rep at direct scale, and then they can facilitate some conversations and demonstrations uh, with the FlexPay team. But, you know, again, just to, just to wrap, if you're in this business, you're in, and you're in this business, if you're on this, if you're listening to this, <laughs> to this webinar, you know, this is your business. You're an yeah. e-commerce company. You have recurring orders as, as a key part of your business. You have to know what's going on in that business and you have to be doing everything that you can to make that experience the best that it can be for your customers. So we're seeing great results. We won't mention names of our clients, but we have experienced this now firsthand with the integrations that we've done. And we have some extremely um, great testimonials from existing clients who have deployed this technology and seen significant lift. One client that I know in, in particular has, you know, they're saying, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars a month yeah. that they were missing, yeah. you know, millions of dollars a year. So it, it definitely matters. And, you know, depending on the size of your business, it really doesn't matter what size you are. You know, those kind of percentages are going to be meaningful yeah, to well, any size of business. You know, and I, and I, I really want to uh, applaud the direct scale team you guys saw this as an issue, right? Um, and I think we met about a year and a half ago, Roger, and you guys saw this as an issue. And, uh, and I think we were introduced through mutual friends 
Um, and I applaud you. There are very few uh, back office companies out there that are addressing this issue with any. I appreciate often. that. And, uh, yeah. and you guys have done a really good job. You've been very easy to work with. So, you know, we want, obviously, we want more clients, you know, and we're, we're certainly um, very, very happy with the experience. So um, kudos to you and your team. Excellent. And if you're a prospect and you're not a direct scale client yet, and you'd still like to connect with, uh, with FlexPay, we can also arrange that. So don't hesitate to reach out and we'll, we'll make those connections. So uh, Danny, I'm not seeing um, any questions. So if we don't have any questions, I think we'll just wrap up and folks can reach out and connect with us to get more information or to learn more if they've got additional questions, but we sure appreciate the time uh, today, Chris, it's been awesome to connect with you again. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Appreciate the time you guys look forward to doing more business. Yeah, we're going to do a ton. We're already doing some great stuff and we're just getting started. Just so you guys know, if, if you have anybody that was not able to make the, the webinar today live, we do post these webinars on our site. So you're able to get those anytime. We'll also be pushing it out on social media when the uh, recording is ready. And we look forward to seeing you back here for our future sessions with industry experts. Thanks for being here today. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Chris. We'll talk to you soon.